Hi, this is Jules O.C. Welcome to episode one of my podcast. I'm found on Instagram on Jules, double underscore O.C. I've been on there for several years now, and I find that I want to reach out more and speak and connect more and communicate. It's kind of my thing. I love to express. I feel like I'm a freedom of expression activist. I feel like I'm here to give a voice to someone who's a little bit out of the box and to encourage other people to be out of the box, really just to be their authentic selves. And that's when we find our greatest happiness from my latest studies in neuroscience and positive psychology and strength psychology is we're at our best, our most creative, our happiest and joyful when we're expressing how we feel, how we want to feel, and then playing that out. So I've been known as a fitness personality here in Newport. I train and do fitness programs. So I do um, VIPs, celebs, very exclusive people. I'll train people in their own gyms in the past, um, at my house for some people who don't want to be seen out in public, like models. And it's been really fun. I kind of got into it um, in a funny way, but I've really enjoyed it. I love connecting with people and I want to connect with more people. So I've been a stay at home mom, really busy raising three kids by myself for the past 10 years here in Newport beach. And I wanted to be home with them. I wanted to give them that presence, um, that authentic parent feeling that there's a parent there, not a nanny, which is fine. Everybody chooses what's best for them, but I really wanted them to feel like there's stability and, uh, you know, just someone there all the time. So I learned how to work out at home. I uh, studied nutrition on my own in college and I was raised with some pretty out there on the fringe parents as far as nutrition goes, but, um, I learned a lot about nutrition. Um, When I went to college, I gained 30 pounds, and it stayed with me for a while. I was on the all-carb diet, apparently. I was kind of a compulsive eater my whole life, so I was living on bagels and Jamba Juice, fat-free stuff, sugar, and and that wasn't easy for me. I felt... um, like that, a lot of my insecurity came from not being able to control my food, feeling like there was something wrong with me, feeling ugly, feeling insecure. And what I love about that is that it gave me a whole new perspective in my life now that I'm older. And by older, I mean I'm going to be 48 this year. And, um, and just I have so much gratitude because what it gave me is the understanding that I can be any way that I want, that if I'm overweight, if I'm unhealthy, if I'm 40 pounds heavier, 10 pounds heavier, it's my doing. It's because of what I'm putting in my mouth. It's because what I'm putting in my brain. It's because what I'm doing each day, something is causing any and all physical effects that I have. And I think that's a a key right there to fitness, health, happiness is taking full accountability for what our bodies look like and not blaming it on genetics, not blaming it on the fact that we have a brain problem, we're depressed. Um, I think I have probably all of those and above and 20 more. So, but I've gotten to live out the, the results of having those things and figuring out a way to solve them, to work with them, to walk side by side with my problems, to grow my strengths. So I, 
I found out how to do that on my own while raising three kids and I got in really good shape um, probably about six years ago and I was working out a certain way and studying mind. Mindfulness, spirituality, psychology. I'd studied master's level um, and my undergrad in psychology at San Diego State. And I kind of went deeper into that. There were some things that happened in my life after divorce that were very dark. And I learned how to deal with those by rebuilding myself. I really had a breakdown to, to some degree. Um, I wasn't living my authentic life. And that's, I feel like, where depression comes from. It's a failure to be able to up upkeep that mask that we're wearing that we think we should be that who we think we should be what we should be doing and that just fell apart so after doing that um I went into psychology I started spending a lot of time with famous psychologists through a friend of mine that I met um my best friend is a PhD in private practice and the dean of a psychology program at a university here in Irvine so then I went into um understanding mindset, how people talk to each other, how people open each other's minds up by words they say, couples therapy, how a couple can communicate better if they use certain language. And then I started wondering myself, well, if I talk to myself a certain way, I wonder if I could open my own brain up. There's always a dialogue going on in there, right? I don't know if mine's more active. Maybe some people have three or four voices. I have conversations going on all the time with myself. And I thought, well, let me try this. And I want to see if I can get better results with myself, with my life with my body and it's all connected and that's why I love discussing as a fitness personality and as a nutrition and health expert um, also the mind and psychology because it's all related and it's so interrelated that um, that it's fascinating to me and you can get faster better results by understanding yourself more understanding psychology words relationships between thoughts etc so I really got into that. And then most recently, within the past couple years, um, after my fitness expertise started, um, I was mentored by a man who I was engaged to. Now we're very good friends, best friends. And he's a Harvard PhD in food science, also a PhD in kinesiology. He's also a naturopath. And he, if you ask, how is that possible? He's 60. And he's autistic almost like he's not don't tell him I said that but he's so brilliant that he almost has Asperger's I believe and um he's a brilliant genius so he started very young going to school in places at Harvard and being mentored by the world's leading minds so this guy has achieved a lot and he was able to filter to me how he um he's a concierge doctor for billionaires and celebrities and he trains Olympic athletes and um he takes people from regular people to fitness competition pros and so he trained me to do what he does without having a PhD. So I'm very grateful for that. And I'm hoping to pass that along to people I come into contact with. So fast forward a few years, I decided to enter a NPC, National Physique Committee, bikini competition to show other women at a certain age that it was possible to achieve a physique that was outstanding and amazing with hard work, dedication, and with a budget and with a limited time amount and also naturally. I didn't take any diet pills. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't do anything except I lived my, you know, what I wanted to show. And I did that. I placed top three and that was amazing. Um, 
I thought I was going to get kicked off stage because in my mind, I was a freckle-faced girl with braces that other kids made fun of because I was poor growing up and I I was chubby and I was just a little chubster so um I couldn't believe that I was even up there on that stage I went in actually not researching how to do anything and going in with child's mind so I think looking back that is ridiculous I wish I would have tried I wish I would have like learned how to do all that stuff and watched other competitions on YouTube but I didn't even go online I thought I want to go and just experience the fact that I will not be kicked off stage and in fact I didn't but um that just shows you how powerful our mind is and what our limiting beliefs can do so Now my kids are in college, and now they're in high school. I'm going to be 48 this year, and things change. It gets harder. Um, Nutrition has to get tighter, and I'm not willing to be sick. I'm not willing to fall back into old patterns. I want to really promote wellness, anti-aging, happiness, and health um, against all odds. I feel like I am the underdog, to be honest with you. Um, So I'm here to connect Be someone who can break the mold of what fitness is, of what age is. It's kind of like at 50, I think people are like, the only people who want to see 50-year-old women in fitness are 50-year-old women. Nobody else does. I feel like we're hidden. I feel like we're, we're we're one part of inclusivity that hasn't been included yet. We have men modeling in vogue now. We have men who are having makeup contracts. We have every race, um, but we don't have older women. The only ones are the ones who are 70 and they've been supermodels and they've had a lot of plastic surgery. But I think age ne- needs to be shown for the exhilarating and refreshing and wonderful place in life that it is and that it's actually very creative place and an invigorating place and a new place and a place of growth and experience so that's what I'm here for I will you know they call me mama jewels for a reason age and experience are a good thing so my experience is that of raising kids by myself being very overwhelmed but finding a balance after having very little balance uh, it's coming back and finding strength and confidence from a real humble place but a real place after suffering from very low self-esteem self-loathing coming from probably physical abuse during early childhood sorry to say it but incest like sexual abuse as a as a young child uh, from an uncle that I lived with um, with my family growing up in Michigan um, there's some hardcore trauma and I don't think I'm the only one and that's why I want to speak out about it because you might hear about it but these people you know are speaking out with their miserable souls or they're unhappy and they're angry people and I just want to show that you can have that stuff happen to you and move through it and have the courage to come through on the other side and everything's going to be okay and you can use it to become as fruitful and successful as you want or as one wants so um this has happened to a lot of people so what you might expect listening to my podcast is me being maybe my i've been said to be a little bit quirky i'm never at a loss of words for what to say or how to say it you never i never know what i'm going to say or how i'm going to say it depending on the day i'd like to have guests on i'd like to talk about health topics mental topics, 
physical topics, working out topics, age topics. I've taught natural childbirth before. Um, I had two of my kids at home. So I'd like to talk about natural childbirth. I can talk about parenting, single parenting, teens, eating disorders, um, weaknesses, strengths, psychology. And you know what? To me, it's all fitness. It's all health. It's all anti-aging. The more we know and are open to things, body, mind, and soul, the hotter we're going to be, the easier. That's the bottom line. Being hot, meaning we feel good. We're confident based in humility, not bravado. Um, I also have a lot of time in recovery from eating disorders, alcohol. I'm very AA savvy. I have some brilliant friends in AA, um, some incredible neuroscientists. The psychology world has some great stuff to to glean from it. Most recently, uh, what I do is life coaching programs. So I will be able to therapeutically, not my scope of practice is not therapy. It's therapeutic tools to help people move from where they are now. It's usually a place of transition where they don't need to go to therapy. They're not sick. They're not pathological. They don't need the illness model. They're in transition and I can help them move from transition into a place of more positivity. So optim- uh, pessimists can become optimists, but it takes some time and it takes some neuroplastic conditioning. And that means practice. And that's a whole process and I love talking about it. And I'm going to share tools on here because what happens when you move from pessimism to optimism is it's been shown in hundreds of thousands of studies. We become more creative. Our behavioral repertoire increases. Our satisfaction with life increases. Um, Everything about our life grows and flourishes. And that's really what it's all about, helping people flourish rather than languish. And it's all based in neuroscientific principles. And thank God we have fMRIs now to back up spirituality and certain components of that. And I love to talk about spirituality and authors. So I'm a big nerd. I'm really good, I think, at a lot of things that are helpful to achieving success with your body and and in life, I'm not good at a lot of things too. And I know what those are. And uh, I get a lot of people to, to help me with those things. We're not islands. We're all meant to need each other and interact and connect and bond and attach. And I'm really happy you're here. And I'm so happy and grateful I'm connecting with you. And I hope we can have a nice relationship and have some fun on this podcast experience.